Welcome to the MindWise podcast about mental health and well-being of the body, mind, and spirit from an integrative, holistic perspective. I am Ron Parks, MPHMD, writer, teacher, consultant, and your host today. Let's get clarity on the discordant debate on mass shootings, the issues, and sensible choices. Were we missiled, gaslighted? Who is the blame? Why again, who is responsible or who was irresponsible? Why is our country the world's leader in possession of deadly firearms with little regulation or safety requirements? Another mass shooting has occurred this time of 19 innocent and vulnerable elementary school children and two adults killed by an 18-year-old with a military-like assault gun. How do the murderers and perpetrators of gun violence slip through all the detections and become so twisted and radicalized to carry out their horrendous actions, as in recent mass shootings? So many unanswered questions. The dark shadow of gun violence darkens the spirit. It hangs heavily over our society more than ever growing each year, especially since the pandemic. The heart-wrenching toll of gun violence appears daily in the news, on social media, and in the personal account of families about the losses of their loved ones. Unfortunately, I return to this subject in this article that I have written about before, compelled by the continuing tragedy of children's, of the climbing death rate, from gun violence, mass shooting, and the related mental health burden on our society and victims. Gaslighting is an expression for using deceitful or false narratives to deceive, gain psychological control, or to manipulate another person or groups for the perpetrator's benefit. The individuals or group can deliberately and systematically influence and mislead others with false or deceptive information to control and influence. This deliberate and adverse behavior towards susceptible others occurs in personal and professional relationships, marketing schemes, and political movements. The goal is usually to gain power and advantage for selfish motives. The term gained popularity after a popular 1944 movie, Gaslight. The word denotes the attempt to gain control or power over others with vulnerability to manipulation. The malintent individual that succeeds with their efforts often has greater power or advantage. Mild form would be a sales pitch to persuade buyers to purchase perhaps an unneeded product for the seller's profit. At its more extreme, there is a fear of significant danger or loss if false presentation of the other is ignored or challenged. Abusive, sinister, catastrophic events occurred when a personality disordered individual with extreme narcissism or psychopathy adapts gaslighting as a tool for self-gain, power, and dominance. A more dangerous form of gaslighting is seen in propagandizing groups of people for political gain and power at the expense 
of the victims or those duped. When this is allowed or occurs, there are always potential severe consequences, such as loss of security, property, personal freedom, or life itself. Gaslighting has become more insidious and dangerous with the advances in modern communications, social media, advertising, and propaganda tactics. With wealth and more concentrated in the hands of fewer individuals, big businesses and corporations, the voters will get manipulated to support the gaslighter influences profit growth motives. There's a risk of extreme wealth of using power by sponsoring politicians that dominate and subvert our democracy and political process. In our psychological process and defenses, we sometimes deny or compartmentalize specific painful ideas or emotions. With an altered narrator, such a psychological mechanism be to function, survive certain threatening situations or inconvenient realities. The extreme, the mind can reach a state of unreality, delusions, or psychosis. So in a sense, we are quite capable of gaslighting or deceiving ourselves. Perhaps this can be more dangerous than external deception or gaslighting. We can get further from the truth and reality and become highly vulnerable or dangerous to others. Psychologist Al Lokersten writes further about the meaning, what is gaslighting, why we victims blame and how to spot a liar in his Substack newsletter. As demonstrated both by history and current events, money and religion and politics can undermine our democracy and personal freedoms. Corporations' political involvement can act against public interest, such as undermining efforts to combat climate change by seeking less regulation or more growth and profits for their industry. Undermining efforts to get needed laws and regulation on guns, especially assault-like firearms, are limiting access to those posing more risks creates the present and persisting dangers to the public and horrific and frequent mass shootings. The number of gun-related deaths this year in the U.S. has soared post-COVID and record sales of guns and assault-like guns, with the firearm industry having increasing profits. Politicians who resort from the gun industry have often blocked sensible gun regulations and continue to do so. The opioid pharmaceutical companies were unregulated in deceptive marketing and distribution of high-risk, highly addictive, and deadly products. Their deceptive marketing, success in sales, and the population's use of the narcotics resulted in an epidemic of addiction-related deaths. It dramatically worsened when a synthetic product, fentanyl, took over the supply of opiates in illicit channels. Even with increased regulation and accountability of leading manufacturers and distributors, 
legally and financially, a high opioid death rate persists as so many illegal drugs are still available on the street. Another issue that gets gaslighted and downplayed is the profound and devastating impact of climate change and global warming appears to rapidly progress with the loss of life and property with the potential for worsening destruction. Recent news is reporting the expectation this year of a horrendous hurricane season and ongoing problems with droughts, fires, and violent storms with tornadoes. There has been reporting as information becomes available on the most recent mass shooting in the New York Times by writer German Lopez in the last few days. In the May 26 New York Times article, he writes that more guns in the U.S. means more deaths unique to this country as he explores recent circumstances and statistics. He acknowledged that though people hold extreme racist views or suffer from mental health problems in other countries, it is easy here in the U.S. for those people to pick up guns and kill. Studies support the fact there are more homicide, suicide, and mass murders when and where there are more guns. It also has been shown that stricter gun laws help reduce gun deaths when enforced in other countries. Some proposed and sensible solution to the reduced mass shootings of the innocent vulnerable are to have more thorough background checks and license the firearms, red flag laws allow law enforcement to confiscate guns, high-risk individuals who display signs of potential violence, assault weapon vans to restrict or prohibit access to military-type assault rifles or high-magazine high cartridge packs, or at least to increase the age to 21 for people to make these purchases. However, most gun deaths are from suicide and a smaller number from homicides where people kill other people related to violence on the streets or, or home from handguns. But it's still felt that the number of deaths from guns would decrease with a reasonable level of regulation and gun laws. An article, How to Reduce Shooting, by Nicholas Kristof, updated May 24, 2022, in the New York Times, points out that the U.S. has more guns than any other country with more than 300 million guns, about one for every citizen, and gun murder rates than most other countries. He argues that guns should be at least as regulated as automobiles. Christoph, as others have felt, that to gain some bipartisan fortune change might fare better with a public health approach as having background checks, protected protection orders for men subject to domestic violence, to not have guns, ban people under 21 for purchasing firearms, safe storage when children are in the house, as well as trigger locks on guns and ammunition stored separately, enforcement of laws on straw purchase of weapons and some limits on how many guns can be purchased in a month. Consideration of one-time background check for anyone buying ammunition. End immunity for firearm companies. 
a ban on bump stocks that mimic automatic fire, automatic weapon fire. A current example of gaslighting around congressional actions on new laws for gun sales regulation reg flag laws has come from politicians receiving campaign financing from the gun industry that profits, profits from less regulation. There's an attempt to refocus the narrative away from laws and the need for more regulation by blaming other factors rather than guns, such as the slow response by police agencies or the back door of the school being unlocked, etc. The other issue that has come up such as the most recent mass shooting, certainly needs attention and solution. Still, the issue of guns themselves needs to be the focus, as suggested by statistics and research. Issues and factors behind increasing gun deaths. With the growing, with the growing incidence of gun violence and related death, debate persists about why this is happening and how to prevent it. Discussions often revolves around problems with more people having guns, greater socioeconomic disparities and polarized politics, mental health issues and lack of pu public funding for services and resources, lack of regulatory laws related to gun and gun possessions. In a world that has become more technologically advanced, you had expected a drop off in firearm-related deaths. Gun possessions, either legally or illegally, have increased more than any other time in history, especially in the United States. According to the Gun Violence Archive, gun deaths have increased each year. In recent years, especially, suicides get less attention than gun-related murders, but have long accounted for the majority of the United States deaths. According to the Pew Research Center, in 2020, 45,222 people died from gun-related injuries in the U.S., according to the CDC. Over half of the gun deaths were related to suicide. Three-quarters of all U.S. murders involved a firearm. All the statistics on guns have increased since the COVID pandemic, including suicides, homicides, accidental shooting of bystanders or victims of stray bullets and crimes. Guns have now surpassed, surpassed motor vehicle accidents in 2020 as the leading cause of death in children. The fascination with guns and firearm ownership persists and increases year to year. There's a belief that a powerful weapon provides greater protection, increases a sense of safety, enhances a feeling of personal freedom and prowess, and enjoyment in certain recreational activities. Indeed, if you are a person who wants to protect their possession, family, or property, or, or a hunter, a collector, a gangmanger, or a thief, then a gun may be even more valued. I watched TV westerns and played cowboys or cops and robbers when I was young. Violence and weapons were often part of the video games. However, rarely today do videos or virtual programs teach about the safe use of weapons or the possible consequences of bringing gaming violence into the real world.
During my career in the medical field, I have seen deaths from many different illnesses, accidents, and other natural disasters, including the COVID pandemic. However, firearm possession and ownership, both guns and now assault-like weapons, are at all-time high and appear to significantly contribute to the growing number of gun-related deaths and mass shootings. More guns now get into possession of violence-prone people who represent a substantial risk of endangering themselves and others. The selling and marketing of potentially dangerous products, including guns, opioid pain medication, and divisive political ideology has become more sophisticated in many respects, adverse for society. Opioid marketing and prescribing for pain issues have led to an epidemic of addiction and opioid-related deaths. The successful marketing of non-factual, gaslighting, and self-serving political idea ideology has brought real threats to the survival of our democracy and ability to pass gun laws to decrease the continuing epidemic of deaths related to firearms. According to most statistics and reports, the increase in gun purchases correlates with the rise of gun-related deaths. In 1996, Australia passed the National Firearms Act after a mass shooting. A 28-year-old man armed with a semi-automatic rifle shot and killed 35 people and injured 18 others called the Port Arthur Massacre. Under the new law, semi-automatic self-loading rifles and shotguns were banned with stricter licensing and regulation requirements and a mandatory buyback prone for the banned weapons was imposed. Though people still argued about the statistics or deny gaslight or, or spin the argument that guns, guns and changing gun laws are not the explanation, however, none can deny that the reduction in firearm massacres up to the present in Australia and the immediate and continuing decrease in firearm suicides and firearm homicides are a significant finding. There are no easy solutions in sight. A stalemate persists in the U.S. with polarized political ideology about gun ownership, guns, ownership rights, and resistance to governmental regulation and licensing. Predisposing factors to gun violence, injury, or deaths High risk for self-harm or harm to others related to guns would include individuals that have e easy and ready access to firearms, especially when an individual is prone to acting out violently towards other or oneself. As people with troubled personalities that are prone to unstable moods, anger, and rage. Severe paranoid and social borderline narcissistic and personality or those who suffer from delusion or psychotic states who would be considered more at risk for gun acting out. Vulnerabilities due to drug or alcohol abuse and addiction and other mental health issues, such as severe depression, would be at a higher risk for suicide or homicide. Increased feelings of rage, rejection, low self-esteem, social isolation, as those with developmental handicaps and lack of socialization skills. 
feeling being marginalized, oppressed, bullied, victimized with chronic resentments, fear and anger and the perception of not fitting in. Someone's had high exposure to violence growing up and witnessing domestic violence or being the victim of sexual, physical abuse or bullying. Those with accumulated obsessional grievance of the wrongs done to them by others. Psychological behavior or developmental difficulties limiting the ability to integrate social information and proneness to misinterpret information for others. Inadequately functioning personalities that lack the social skills, mental, emotional stability, possibly due to growing up in an unsupportive, dysfunctional, or abusive family. And those that have been overly influenced by the media, violent video games, adverse peer support groups like gangs, family, neighborhood, or other social media consumption, especially when there is a glorification of violence, guns, or exposure to extreme ideas or ideology. And lastly, where there is the ability to purchase or possess firearms developed for wartime use. Once primary use for recreational hunting and protection and self-defense, guns are increasingly be used for violent behavior and aggressive actions towards self or others. Gun deaths associated with gang and critical activities remain a significant problem when firearms are readily available. Severe injury death can occur when a disgruntled person with a grudge to settle is prone to explosive anger and rage and attains or has lethal weapons. What are the contribution of mental health issues? Mental illness or impairment can underline violent actions by a person. In legal terms, the determination is whether a perpetrator of violence as a shooter was criminally insane, not competent, or unable to self-control or lacked appropriate judgment, lack of capacity to refrain from violent acts. Laws differ in the various states about what makes a person dangerous enough to him or self or others. A determination of guards recording the need for involuntary commitment for psychiatric care or legal incarceration for their protection or the protection of others. People can be vulnerable to the influence of harmful leaders or media that put out propaganda, seductive political message to gain power and followers. The message or rhetoric might drive fear or advocate for the righteous taking of action, retribution, or violence against the perceived enemies, oppressors, or wrongdoers. To support the gun industry, the message might be that the regulation of gun sales or the industry is, is an attempt to remove your personal freedom. Conversely, the message can support the indifferent and rejection of authority or promise to gain notoriety, fame, or importance from serving a perceived higher cause and taking the inspired violent action. A scenario seen in domestic and radicalized foreign terrorists or lone actors of inspired violence. A vulnerable mind can become fixated on unusual or unrealistic ideas 
leading to an inflexible, antisocial, misguided mindset. Fixations are more dramatic when there is a propensity for rigid, delusional, or paranoid thinking. Obsessional thinking can be severe in personality disturbance, bipolar, schizophrenic-like illnesses. The more fixed or obsessional thinking or reasoning becomes, the less one can learn from social context. There's also the inability to learn from reliable information or feedback from others. The person loses the intrinsic checks and balances of mental flexibility and reasoning in the extreme. As a result, learning and modifying behavior adequately and participating in regular social activities are lost. Mass shootings have occurred when a disgruntled employee was able to obtain and build up an arsenal of handguns and assault weapons. After developing resentment toward other workers and the employer, several fellow employees were killed. In most of these situations, a long history of personality and mental health problems is often uncovered. A term used in the past was going postal in reference to the mass shootings in postal facilities by a disgruntled or mentally disturbed employee. People wait for more information after a violent crime or shooting, often expecting there will be something in the mental health history explaining the murderer's behavior. Others against gun laws or regulation will look for non-gun factors to highlight in their persuasive rhetoric or gaslighting. Generally, it is true that significant adverse factors in a person's mental health and personality development can lead to dysfunctional thinking, behavior, and tragic outcomes. If not recognized early and addressed, often the issue of mental health is used by those that stand to benefit from fewer gun laws and regulation. Frustration over lack of progress in curbing gun violence. There's much concern and frustration at beneficial actions to limit or better regulate ownership and possession of guns has not occurred. The polarization over gun control issues by our population elected leaders and members of Congress has led to a paralysis of any positive action for change. As a result, one of the most modern economic advantage in democratic nation has become a disproportionate leader in gun violence and mass shootings than other, in, than other economic developed countries. The United States has about 5% of the world's population, more, more than estimated 30% mass public shootings occur in this country. The debate goes on about individual rights, Second Amendment rights, gun rights. Too many guns on the street, including military-grade assault lessons and the lack of mental health services. Common sighted problems with the mental health system are lack of service, services, inadequate screening, and poor indication of all individuals at risk of acting out in irrational and violent ways. The availability and possession of so many guns in our society is a factor that is hard to ignore. When a shooter 
has more powerful rapid-fire assault weapons with him, there's always the potential for a more significant number being wounded and killed. Therefore, gun laws, access to guns, involving gun controls and enforcement would undoubtedly be a helpful direction for all makers to take with the support of citizens and gun owners, the gun control industry and political leaders. Wise direction and tips. Take the essential holistic step for emotional health when drawn into frustration, inaction, immobilization, or overfocus on the stalemated issues around gun violence, lack of control to foster change or improvement. Begin taking active steps of yourself first with practices such as lifestyle changes, like imposing diet, nutrition, and exercises. Increase your spiritual openness and attunement and finding ways to increase your times of feeling more connected to life beyond your usual restrictive or worries, angers, resentment, or hopelessness. Move towards spiritual expansion, bounce, or emergence from the darkness that may seem to dominate you and our society at times. Discover empowerment by re-entering community activities, giving help, nurturance, and support to others. Find supportive people with shared interests, learn, study, and practice value things with a teacher or group. Practicing mindfulness, meditation, yoga exercises, spiritual practice, or studies that suit you. Do artistic and creative endeavors to get you moving and opening up. Consider reconnecting to your own religious or spiritual traditions or find a holistic therapist or wise counselor. If you feel, st- if you feel stuck, doing personal work that will benefit and your others as well, you will be like a small ripple in the pond that can influence your surroundings and grow into a tidal wave of positive change. White will light will begin to shine into the dark places. What are some positive advocacy and action for change in terms of the gun issues? Advocate for increased funding from individuals, philanthropic institution, business, corporate, and government sources. Four, mental health training and support for law enforcement agencies and personnel and de-escalating of the crisis without the excessive use of force or for taking immediate action uh, when not needed. Mental health and social services support agencies make available more places to call for help and referral options. Specially trained mental health personnel to assist law enforcement in response to drug or alcohol intoxication mental health or disability crisis. Drug programs to decrease the contribution to drug and alcohol addiction and related mental health issues, gang violence, drug traffic and dealing, direct more funding towards drug education, treatment and rehabilitation programs that reduce drug abuse rather than to systems that just incarcerate people for drug-related offenses. 
increase public education about the warning signs of emotional and mental health disturbances and the related potential for violence. Encourage those with concerns about someone's health and safety to get involved and reach out to a qualified mental health provider for consultation and guidance. Support taking money out of politics and letting public funds support all public office seekers. Removing hidden money, donations from political action committees, PACs, wealthy individuals, businesses, or corporations. Set limits on all contributions and require transparency. Support the election of sensible candidates that are public servants who have the interests of the people they serve as the priority. Support funding and legislation that promotes gun regulation, licensing, and education about firearm use. Restrict or reduce the marketing and selling of military-level assault rifles and weapons designed for use in military conflicts. Become more aware of and avoid being influenced by false information, gaslighting coming from the media or news outlets, political propaganda, and rhetoric that may foster the growth of hate, racism, and discrimination that motivates division, hatred, violence. Take more notice and any action possible to stem the inappropriate abuse of communications, technology, and social media that may give an unfair advantage to businesses or corporate entities for gaining profits, power, domination over rivals. Increase the monitoring safety, increase the monitoring study of violence in the entertainment and video game, gaming industry that may affect vulnerable individuals prone to be influenced by repeated exposure to violent media. Reach out for support, mental health services, or support group if you have lost a significant other, family member, or someone in your community, especially if you feel isolated, suffering from loss, experiencing sleep, or mood problems. If you have been a victim of gun violence, consider becoming an advocate for gun regulations and safety in your community or an increase in mental health services. These actions can bring positive change in, in community services, government, and administrative actions. For a complete article and references, go to www.inmindwise.com and open the gun narrative and gaslighting article. I appreciate your interest in listening to this important topic that is devastating, devastatingly affecting more people. My hope is that wisdom will prevail to bring resolution to the enduring heartache in our nation. Please share with others. Subscribe to MindWise newsletter and podcast and have access to the full archive of Dr. Parks' articles at www.inmindwise.com. Thank you, Ron Parks, MD. During my career in, in the medical field,